it's time, 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 time. For Dr. Crendor in the morning! Some people don't like this intro, but too bad! It's an intro, and you have it in your face, ears. Get out of the way! Wake up, y'all! It's Dr. Crendor in the morning! Hello there, everybody. It's time for another episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. It's bright, it's early, and you're getting the hell up, getting ready for work, getting ready for school, getting ready for whatever you're doing, and we're back. Yeah, we're back. Day number two, because we get more professional every day. I, I don't know if that's an actual fact. I'm pretty sure... It might not actually be that way. I think one day we'll just hit a point where we'll get so professional that our level of professionalism will be equal to someone just starting out in professional radio. Right? It'll be like our first day. One day it'll be our first day on the job. One yeah. Day. That's right? what I aspire for. That's what I aspire to. Yeah. What's the, the difference between aspire for and aspire to? Is there a difference? I don't. Whoa. <laughs> it's not that deep a question. You don't need to go that far into it. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. I don't think they're really. <laughs> Maybe it's like the same thing. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm also pretty sure it's not. Cuz if you aspire to be something, you if you aspire for something, you're aspiring to get something. Like, you want something. To be something is you want to, you aspire to be, like, it seems pretty obvious. I don't know why we're having a discussion about this. <laughs> this is how we open up our radio show, talking about na, na, grammar. Na, na, na. Yep, that's how it works. Grammar. Welcome to the Grammar Cast. My name is Horatio Bottomlip. This is my colleague. You're supposed to Graham Cracker. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like grammar. Graham Cracker. What are you, like a dog? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great kid show. It would be Horatio Bottomlip and Graham Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Cracker. Uh, what do you think of that, audience? I'm glad we have their approval. I'm okay with that. They're pretty happy about it. Right? Okay, so if you remember yesterday, you had a mission. Let's remind people about yesterday. So, yesterday, I had said to you, Crendor, you know what's the best? Pinkberry. And you said, I'm going to go to Pinkberry. I'm going to try it. And today we're going to talk about it. So, did you go to Pinkberry? Well, I looked it up on Yelp. Turns Uh out, the two Pinkberries that are by me are downtown. I didn't go downtown. (laughs) So, you just gave up? Well, to go downtown, I... I don't want to drive there because you got park and it's like blah. So you get most people just like take the train. Like people that actually work downtown are just like, oh, I'll take the train. So I would ha- I would have had to take the train like uh-huh. forty minutes and then look around for Pinkberry and then it probably would have been like lunchtime and then people all would have been getting Pinkberry and then I would have had to. That get, was the take point. It was your adventure. You were gonna tell us about your adventure. Your adventure was. 
half the fun. That's what we were going to learn about today. Instead, your adventure was you sat at home and didn't do no, anything. No, instead, I went and got breakfast at some place, and it was pretty good. Where, wait, whoa, can you tell us where you got breakfast? Uh, it is a place called Wildberry. Oh, that sounds fancy. That sounds like it a, is. It sounds like it's really it good. could be Pinkberry's cousin. Tell us about Wildberry. Okay, so I want people to get hungry right now. They're they're just waking up and they're like, "Man, I could use Wildberry." Well, Wildberry is a place that is in the Chicagoland area. There's three of them actually, according to this thing. It's just it's popular, so they've they've branched out their brand of Wildberries. They were even on TV. I saw them on TV. Oh shit! Well, okay then. Yeah, because they were right. like, it was this show on like the Chicago station or whatever. Like, and they were like, this place has amazing pancakes, so we went there, and I had their pancakes, and they were pretty amazing. So it wasn't false advertising, is what you're saying? It was not false advertising at all. They had wow the best pancakes <laughs> I may have ever eaten. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's great. And. They had pretty good bacon, too, so I got a side of bacon. And their coffee was good, and the guy kept refilling my coffee, so that was appreciated. Right, for an old man like yourself, that is that is your key concern. Yeah. What are you doing? Not filling up my coffee? Because if the coffee's half empty, and you're not filling it up, then you're not getting a good tip. Uh-huh, all right. That should be so- the number one rule. If I ever open a restaurant, which one day we obviously will, we're gonna it'll, have it'll it. be it'll be it'll be a breakfast and lunch only place called Cox and Crendor in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it'll just yeah. play our podcasts all day. People will all they'll leave very quickly. <laughs> That's how we can keep getting people in and out. They'll stay for the amazing food, <laughs> but leave because of the horrible podcast play. There'll be people just finished eating. They're like, why is that annoying? Those two annoying men keep talking. I just want to talk over my coffee. But they won't what are they doing? Every day I come in here. It's all the yibbing and yabbing and the talking. But if their cup is below half, you gotta refill it. If the people don't refill it, they're fired. Because I'm not one of those people that's gonna allow my employees to just slack off. I'll be like, yo, you didn't fill that guy's coffee. I love how this is where you draw the line. (laughs) The service line is drawn. Like, if you do not fill my coffee cup when it is half empty, so uh, you are... You are essentially my father. The only thing, the only thing missing now from this story is when you left, you stole the little packets of jellies that are on the table, and you put them, you put them in your pocket and took them home. My dad, I swear to God, here's the best part. I know somewhere my mother will hear this, and she will be like, "Why are you bringing up your father?" But I know for a fact this is this is a thing he does every time we go out. Every time I go out for breakfast, when I when I go to visit them, we always go to like either a Mimi's or one of those, you know, sort of like cafe y places. And so my dad will go around to the different tables and he'll just <laughs> steal the, all the different types of like of, of, of jams and jellies and peanut butters. Uh, peanut butters? <laughs> all the peanut butters. <laughs> all the peanut butters. <laughs> peanut butters. He'll take he'll take all of those. And he'll even ask for more. Like, he'll take them and be like, we didn't get any, and ask for more. And then he'll put them all in his pocket. And I'm like, you realize we have bottles of, of jelly at home. And he's like, yeah, but it's it's, it's about yeah, it, it's, it's about the fact that it's free. And I'm paying for it, so I might as well take it. And so he'll just take them. 
it blows my mind. He's he's at that age where he just doesn't care now, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like I want to get to that age. I want to live to that age where I can go into a grocery store <laughs> you can just and do just anything st- you want and not care. Just steal batteries. Just he, he swear to God, he goes to the you know how there are those bins of candies in grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. He'll open the bin and just start <laughs> eating from it. <laughs> he doesn't even care. People will look at him. Like, there was this one time. This kid looked at him and was like, excuse me, sir. And my dad, like, gave him the stink eye, and the kid ran away. <laughs> and I was like, what are you going to do, tell on me? Like, really? It's amazing. Right? So I think, I think you, are, you, are one, you are one step away from that. I am. But You're- I, oh, my God. I just got the greatest idea. Uh-huh. So when we make our restaurant, we give people... Free packets of jelly, like fortune cookies. To take home with them? Yeah! <laughs> on, their, on their tray, when they leave, on, the, on their bill, will be a few packets of jellies. Can like, you imagine how many old people would come to our restaurant, even though they had no idea who we were? And their taste buds are all shot, so we could serve them crap and they would love it. And we would just be like, hey, here's your free complimentary jelly packets. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Everything we serve them would be some form of oatmeal or grits. Mm-hmm. My dad loves grits. Although I love grits, too. But, you know, come Lots on. Lots of fiber-enriched foods. Right? We'll just, we'll just pour Honey Nut Cheerios in a bowl like they do in the commercials and serve it to people. I've always wondered, by the way, who goes to a restaurant and then orders cereal at a restaurant? <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Who is this person who goes out to, to a diner and is like, yeah, I'll have a bowl of cereal? I don't. Who, who does like, that? It happens on TV. It, it, I remember there was a Seinfeld episode where Jerry's sitting there eating cereal. Uh, maybe it was George. One of them, they're sitting eating cereal at a diner. Who does this? Who in real life is like, I'm going to go to a diner and pay like 12 bucks for something I could get. I could go get a gallon of milk <laughs> and, and a cereal for like maybe $6. But maybe... They just want the diner experience. Then get a, a pancake. Get eggs. Get what if toast. they don't want that? They want cereal. Well, then get oatmeal. Get a diner oatmeal. Get some grits. Could That's you like warm sneak cereal. In cereal. You know what? I, I can see that happening. Because if you can sneak food into a movie theater, and mm-hmm. I've seen people sneak food into other restaurants before. Like, I, I there was one time I was with some friends and. We went to this one restaurant. I think it was a uh, it was like a Mexican steakhouse place, and one of my friends didn't want to eat there, so he went across the street and got Taco Bell, <laughs> and then went to the Mexican steakhouse plate <laughs> place. And when they brought out an appetizer of nachos, he took one of the little plates and then dumped his Taco Bell on it and pretended he was eating the food that was there, even though it didn't <laughs> even look anything like. <laughs> they just didn't yeah. care. They're just like whatever. No, they, the, the woman looked at him when she came back. She looked at him and was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, at most of those places, n- like, all the people working there are just like, just, F it, I just want to go home. So, like, you right. do what you want. They don't care. Unless it's the manager and he's, like, fearful of his job or something. We are we are almost halfway through this show. And we haven't <laughs> even touched any of the content we're supposed to touch. That's how, that's how we do it. That's how we do. All right. So I think uh, we, we, we don't really need to do a, like an intro news. I think we should save our news story for the end. Okay. That's what I think. 
And I think what we should first do is go directly into the weather. Because people want to know, they're just waking up. What's the weather like today? Well, today's weather will be from zip code 40672. Is that in Ohio? Wait, apparently that does not exist. <laughs> Let's do 40032. Oh, wait, I put an extra zero. Okay. 40032 is LaGrange, Kentucky. Wow, LaGrange is very close to my parents. Okay. They'll be happy to know that today, currently, it is 42 degrees Fahrenheit with 10 mile visibility, calm winds, and today's forecast is going to be 62 degrees, partly cloudy, uh, 20% chance of rain, so maybe take a jacket out there when you're walking around. Wow, thanks, Grandor. You're welcome. There's also going to be the sunrise at 7.27 a.m., so uh, if you want to catch that sunrise, be sure to wake up extra early, even though you will probably miss it if you're listening to this podcast. Probably. You're probably a stoner, and it's probably midnight where you're at right now. And you're eating cereal at a diner. All right, well, I guess that means it's time for traffic with Traffic Copter 7 and Crendor. How's it looking up there, buddy? Well, right now, I'm in lucky number 7 up in the sky, just looking down, and I can see that it's looking pretty clear right now over the I-104, but it may just be me, but just the other day, I didn't even think an I-104 existed, so either I drank too much, or... Uh, you just got a new quick way to go to work. So, if I had to pick a way to go to work, I'd say take the I-104 today. Thanks, Crendor, for all that important information about the highways and byways. Mm. Now, back to Crendog. Crendog, what do we have in the way of sports? Well, we have an amazing sports article today. Really? Oh, it's a whole article? A whole article. Wow, And it's on okay. Jacoby Jones. The one true uh, football player. Yes. Yeah. The only one. The only Except one. for Greg Jennings. <laughs> Greg Jennings. <laughs> Who has been injured all this year. Being a Packer fan, I know these things. Anyway. Well, you know what? If Greg, Greg Jennings should just suck it up and put the team on his back. Get out on the field. He should. He, if he no. needed a touchdown with a broken leg, he can carry the team on his back. No, I'm just I have saying. a story about Greg Jennings. Okay, before we do this. No, oh, my I was God. Watching, okay, yeah. I was watching the Packer game. They won. They've won five in a row. But <laughs> Mason Crosby, the kicker, he was kicking. But he was kicking poorly, and he missed. He missed, like, three field goals in a row. And he's just sitting there all sad and depressed. And Greg Jennings went up to him, and he started, like, friendly punching him. Like, come on, cheer up! And he's, like, punching him, and the kicker just kept sitting there, just like, stop, just, just stop. But Greg Jennings... Is that the whole story? <laughs> yeah. But Greg I Jennings... I thought there was going to be a payoff there. Like, like the kicker's going to be like... Like, Crosby's going to be like... Like, punch him back and be like, okay, chup, and, like, get up and go out and, and kick 12 well, field goals. No, he just... After <laughs> that happened... Just, just beat up the kicker. After that happened, he did make a field goal. So, so I mean, Greg Jennings passed his power on through his fist. He down. did. Makes sense. And that's... Makes sense. That's... that's Okay, but anyway. Ravens, Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones gives Michelle Tafoya a wink and a thank you, gorgeous, during Sunday Night Football interview. So apparently, Jacoby was flirting uh-huh. Uh-huh. with Michelle Tafoya, the NBC interviewer lady. 
Uh-huh. Did you have to take did you just have to take a drink of water? <laughs> I did. Like, but uh-huh. This guy continues to write. Uh the role of a sideline reporter is a secondary one at best, but Tafoya is a veteran and a pro who does a lot of different things in the medium, and she should expect to be treated with the same respect and regard any man would receive in a similar circumstance. I would be flattered if I was interviewing a woman and she was like, Hey, gorgeous, wink. I know. I would be honored. Well, this is what happens when you write sports for Yahoo. We've learned. Yahoo News has a lot of Yahoos in, in their news department. My favorite is every time I read one of these articles, I go down to the comments, and some of them are, Nothing to see here. Move along. A waitress called me hun today, and now I am offended. <laughs> see? This is a totally biased article. Who wrote this? Was it a woman who wrote this one? It was a guy. What? Yep. Is this guy also trying to sleep with this woman, this sideline reporter? Because it seems he, like he is. It seems like he's pulling the I'm above that card. And really, he wants her to be like, thank you for standing up to me. Now let's bang. I think that's what's going on in his mind. Because I don't, I don't feel like most guys, most guys would be like, you know what? I appreciate when a nice young lady tells me that I look good. Or he's trying to hook up with that chick that wrote the food article, The Addicting Foods. Someone sent us a link that that woman who is the food article, Mandy, Mandy the Communist, mm -hmm. she was on Penn & Teller's bullshit, and it was them debunking her belief about food. No way. Yes way. There's an episode of bullshit out there. I like that I can say that legally because it's a TV <laughs> show. There's an episode of bullshit that it's, it's Penn & Teller versus her. She's a public figure. We can, we can attack her all we want. Oh, sweet. Right? But, no. Jacoby Jones, you keep, you keep being you. Keep on keeping on, Jacoby. Yeah. He's just, he's owning so hard that he's now just got so much confidence and swag. Yellow swag money. Fresh like my groceries. <laughs> All right, so, do we have one big news story for today? How to avoid holiday fights with the family. Okay, I need to hear this because this is a big issue for everyone. I agree with you. I like this is this is a good topic. You've chose you've you've chosen wisely. Yes. How do we avoid fights with the family? Well, I assume this is the in-laws. Well, it has a picture of an old lady and she's pointing her finger like I'm looking at you, and it says nagging grandma. And continue, please. Uh, question. Well, it's that time of year again. Thanksgiving dinner with my family can be rough. I have to deal with my brother's wife who always try who's always trying to show me up with her designer clothes and cherubic children. Oh. <laughs> I've never even seen this word. Hold on, I need to look this up. You mean you mean like as in cherub? Cherubic? Like cherub like little angel children? Oh yeah, that's what it means. You went Spanish on us again, man. <laughs> no, that was more like Egyptian. Cherubic. My cherubic. Well, I've never heard of that word before. I learned something today, and so have you. Before you've no, even gone sure to wherever you're sure, going. Pretty sure everyone knew that. Okay, well. Cherubic, uh-huh. Now I know it, and that's all that matters. And my grandmother who's hounding me about that 10 pounds I need to lose. 
and my uncle Mark, who drinks way too much and can get very loud. Got any tips for getting me through the madness without going mad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what I've learned. This woman is incredibly jealous of her brother's wife. <laughs> and uncle and Mark. children. And children. And her She's uncle all- Mark. I think Uncle Mark's the happiest in this situation because he's so Uncle drunk. Uncle Mark's the smartest. Yeah. Uncle, Uncle Mark is the smartest. <laughs> he, he drinks himself into a stupor so he doesn't either have to listen to or remember anything goes on. He's... She shouldn't complain about him. If anything, he's making the day better. Yeah, and everybody probably <laughs> likes him. So we're like, hey, that's Uncle Mark. He's just really loud and happy. Yeah, her complaint is that he's too loud. Like that's her. Like, oh, drunk Uncle Mark. He's too loud. <laughs> not that he At like... least he's not like drunk Uncle Mark. You know, rubbing up against you. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's just an old drunk. <laughs> Let him be. Why <laughs> Why do you have to ruin his fun on the holiday? <laughs> yeah, this is like his favorite time of the year. Right? He actually has a reason to drink, aside from this drinking Christmas, alone the rest of the year. And, and he gets to hang around the kids and drink eggnog and not look like a lush. He's like, eh, kids got to make no. And they're like, what's that, Uncle Mark? And he's like, oh, it's just, it's grown-up milk. It's, it's, <laughs> I want to be like you when I get older, Uncle Mark. Oh, you can be, kiddo. Just start <laughs> drinking six packs of past blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, this woman says, wow, definitely sounds like you've got a Thanksgiving dinner to remember coming your way, but I can give you a few pointers. Here's what to do. Number one, Mm -hmm. stay away from controversial topics at the dinner table. This includes religion and politics, but can also include things like your brother's recent decision to drop out of college. Wait, did she say her brother dropped out of college? She did. Wait, was I not paying attention? What? No, she said, "Don't bring up controversial topics." No, but 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 the the original the original writer, the person with the question, did she have a brother that dropped out of college, or is this responding? No, just she's saying just like, saying like, D- it can include things like your brother's recent decision to drop out of college. She's just giving what? a zany example. Well, what if what if you're at dinner and you had a brother who didn't drop out of college, in fact, was leading a great life, but you. Talk to him about how he dropped out of college and just brought it up. Like, look, I'm not going to judge you for dropping out of college. <laughs> Would that make it awkward? Just to, like, start making shit up? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> I think that's I, a great I, way to have fun right? at your Thanksgiving. Ever, wouldn't that be an amazing Thanksgiving tradition where instead of complaining about stuff that is real, making up fake stuff, <laughs> like, you sit down with your, with your relatives and you're like, so, Jan, how's that botched liposuction going? <laughs> Right, that. and then and then she can say anything back to you because you don't bring up what really hurts you. Just bring up things like like oh, so yeah, well, as about as good as your nose job, you whore. Right, and that's like and it's like yeah, it's a tradition. I like it. I think right? that's gonna go down in the catch history on? books for my family. I think it's gonna catch on. I'm gonna make that a tradition in my house as well. Yes. I'll be like, hey, little Timmy. I assume I'll name my child little Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy Cox. That's his full name, Will, <laughs> L-I-L, Will, Will Timmy. Uh, she f- I have to talk about the way she finishes her oh, advice. Oh, okay, no, continue, continue, continue. Because she says, keep the topics over dinner neutral and ones that everyone can enjoy, like travel stories or keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. And then, Whoa. And then Whoa, provides... Whoa, hold up, hold up. She, she did not just legitimately say... 
Share your travel stories. There's nothing more boring than listening to relatives <laughs> you don't care about and their travel stories. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everyone listening right now, you have relatives that when you go visit them, you just don't care about them and you're going because you don't want to seem like a dick. This is, this is the case with a lot of people out there. No one wants to hear their travel stories. It's a horrible advice. And then to keep up with the Kardashians, I guess the only thing people would agree with is like, the grandma will be like, I don't understand how those whores became so famous. <laughs> and the great, great, your grandfather will be like, I do. Look at the ass on the black-haired one. Oh, I'm going to get it. That's how I imagine it would go. And then your grandma is like, stop it, Harold. That's not funny. <laughs> He's like, you haven't been funny for 40 years. <laughs> but she oh, also Thanksgiving. provides a link. Oh, oh. Where Keeping Up with the Kardashians links to uh, another place with ads on it so that they can make money. What? Now you have eight viruses. Way to click that link, buddy. Well, it links to Kim Kardashian. It's, uh, they could have just put... Or keeping up with the Kardashians, but they had to link it to a different page. Like, you didn't right, have to link right. it to a different page, but they're so like... What, they're <laughs> assuming that whoever's reading this article is going to be like, Kardashians, click! Yeah. Like, exactly. I need to know more about them and their incredibly <laughs> amazing life for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, and they live a perfect life without any types of problems. Yes. Unless you, unless you consider getting married for 72, 72 days a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, accept criticism gracefully. Oh, that's a good. That's good advice. That's good. Mm-hmm. Advice. You might feel the need to argue, but the truth is, though these people might not express themselves in the most graceful way, they love you, and this is their way of showing it. <laughs> it's like that backhanded comment from yesterday. <laughs> yes. It's just like, oh, hello there, Janice. Look at you. Looks like you're filling out your pants nicely. <laughs> right. That just means they love you. It just means they love you. Number three, volunteer on Thanksgiving. Before you go to dinner, spend Thanksgiving volunteering at a homeless shelter or soup kitchen with your kids or spouse. I feel like that would help you appreciate how uncrazy you think your crazy family is. It's true. Right? I think that's what that's saying. So that's actually a good tip. That's a very good tip. That's that's we might be one for two right now. But that's, that's better than most Yahoo articles. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But number four is seat strategically. Like a wedding? If you're the hostess, arrange the seating at the dinner table so that you can avoid any potential conflicts. This might mean keeping your sister-in-law at the other end of the table away from someone that she doesn't like. Wow, that's you figure she could decide to do that on her own. I would assume adults were present, and they weren't. you aren't having a feast with children. I would just assume. I would never assume that. Okay, well, I would. I would hope people would be smart <laughs> enough to move away. Number five, this is just leave early. <laughs> I was actually having a conversation about this. What, what do you think would be the maximum amount of time to spend with your family? So imagine... Uh, imagine you are with your entire family. What's mm -hmm. the maximum amount of time you would spend with them? You go home for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, which I guess doesn't apply to much of the world because Thanksgiving is just an American holiday because we're amazing. Mm -hmm. And we celebrate eating food and killing Indians. <laughs> <laughs> and Native so, Americans, get it oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, killing Native Americans, my bad. There we go. And 
Uh, like, what do you, what would you say the the appropriate amount of time to spend at home was? I never thought about this. I um, would say three days. I would say three days is the max I can handle it. That's a pretty good amount of time. Right? Because if you stay any longer, you become a nuisance to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, get back to your damn life. That's the point said, where it's like any situation where you're around someone for three days nonstop. Right? You're going to just start right? being like, listen, I don't want to be around you anymore. And she says, no one says Thanksgiving dinner has to be six hours long. You can be a polite guest by staying for a couple hours and leaving before her, your Uncle Mark starts to get boozy. But that seems douchey. Like, if you're going to Thanksgiving for one day, spend the whole day. I, I think I'm... I'm, I'm summarizing how I feel about this now. If you, if you're going to go travel for Thanksgiving or if you're going somewhere for Thanksgiving, the minimum amount of time you can put in is a day without seeming like the douche of the family. Like you, you know, go for a day, put on a smile, do your thing. uh, Let uncle Mark rub up on you. If that's what he's got to (laughs) do, let him get drunk, get drunk with uncle Mark. Who cares? The kids won't care. They won't remember it. Give them some brandy. They'll forget. And, (laughs) and then, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do not endorse that. And, and then uh, spend a day and then leave. You will never have to see them again for another year. Yeah. It's fine. Send them Christmas gifts in the mail. Boom, you're done. Uh, but if, you know, I think one to three days is the perfect, perfect time frame. I like how the Uncle Mark starts to get boozy is uh, hyperlinked. <laughs> and so it goes to how to discuss climate change with your uncle during the holidays. What? And there's a whole article on it. Wow. An entire wow. article on it. Well, you know what that means? We're probably going to have to save it for tomorrow. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the end of the show. That's it. Time we're done. just flies by. You've probably already reached your fun. destination, and you're just you're waiting because we're still talking, and you don't want to go in. Well, you know what? Thank you for that, guys. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. So th- we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. And I guess that's it. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for doing whatever you're doing. And as always, to be continued.